Hi, this is Halsey Mark Show, and today I am talking to. Try to introduce yourselves. Um, I'm Angela and this is And can you tell me about what you do? Well, whatever you wish to let listeners know about yourselves. Have either of you had a personal paranormal experience yourselves? Imagine Ireland's got a very rich history of hauntings as well. Have you ever been to a place where you've been so scared that you would never want to go there ever again? Mm. 
wasn't my personal experience. I just, I couldn't communicate with anyone. I just couldn't speak. Um, my hand got slowed, you know, I just, I just lost, like, time of my life whenever I was in the I was going to say, I know you've just only just started, you said to me you've only just started, haven't you, in your group, as such, but I presume you've been going before that. spirits that are left behind do you think they want to are left behind because they've got no haven't resolved something or they 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 might be of a, a more malevolent kind as well I sent you that was like bizarre that I found the one about um, uh, something I can't remember what I sent you something about the troubles and, and the paranormal connection to the troubles yeah there, there was a, there was a link I sent you um, an article I couldn't see the connection myself. I, I sort of read it and thought, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know I know Ireland's got a, a history like England of um, mythical tales of giants and fairies and obviously leprechauns and stuff like that. study of ley lines where you are over in Ireland? The ley line, no, I don't think so, not the way I've discovered. 
because I found that a lot of sightings are, are normally on a ley line. Because when I, I, this is only my own personal research, so I'm not a scientist. But I have found that most the majority of the ones I find are on a ley line, and they normally are paranormal, UFO, or cryptid sighting on it. One, one or the other, all three. must have something like that because you've obviously got like um ancient stones like Stonehenge where you are. Um Yes we have um the giant ring. So that would be connected to paganism and mythical early man and stuff like that. Yeah. Of you investigating that, there must might might be book somewhere or some information somewhere about that. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, it's like now we've got the uh, the new data protection regulation thing from Europe, which has been a real pain in the butt. It's harder and harder to find information. How do you find it hard or easy being a, a girl paranormal team? Have any of you, are you, any of you a psychic or a medium or do you know one? Sometimes you fall in the paranormal world by accident. Well, I did, because I, I had a near-death experience myself. So that's how I fell into it. I'll tell you briefly mine, and you can do briefly yours. Basically, I was in a coma, I had blood sugar 124, I was in a coma for three weeks. And whilst I was in the coma, I heard a woman's voice I've not heard before. Or since, and that voice told me to wake up, and I had an overwhelming feeling to wake up. 
I seriously believe that was my guardian angel, and you can tell me all the scientific reasons in the world, but I would dismiss you. Yeah. So that's mine. Sorry about that. <laughs> And you can tell me yours now. Well, as I said before, it was a, a place that I worked. And, I mean, I never really thought much about the paranormal at all. And we actually thought I was... At the start, I actually thought I was going to sick. I actually I mean, ill because of the stuff that was going on around me. And you could never explain it. You can't... You couldn't really feel like you could tell people what was going on either because you knew it was stupid. But then the more and more it happened, then the more I started to look for it and want the answers. And that, that was about, that started 10 years ago, I think. And then the more people were telling me, the more people were telling me their experiences in the house, the more I knew, right, okay, you know, I'm not the crazy one here. It is actually happening. Yeah, that, that's that's how I got into it, really. Because, um, do you do you think paranormal is becoming more mainstay now? What do you mean, like it's more acceptable? Yeah, because obviously people don't realise um, certain parts of Ireland are quite religious and quite against things like this, aren't they? Yeah. I, I'm trying to be polite, I'm not going to say you or what, because I don't get into politics, yeah. but there are certain groups that don't like it. <laughs> I always find that odd because you think about it, the church, the Vatican, has a exorcism unit that exists and they teach priests how to do an exorcism. So if they didn't believe in it, why did they do it? I've spoken to a few demonologists. I like some of their theories. I don't believe everything I hear. I, I, I try to be a bit sceptical, but not totally sceptical. I like to be listen to what people say and treat it with respect. I might not believe in it, but I respect it. Have to, you have to have an open mind on everything. 
Yeah, I think that's very important to that attitude myself. Do you collaborate with other paranormal groups sometimes or not? As I say, I, I fall into things. I mean, I, I fell into, um, I help out Lincolnshire Spirit Seekers. I help to do a podcast for them. They're like a group on Facebook that I help out. So I sort of, I sort of help them out. Because I, I don't do anything locally here because it's hard, it, believe it or not, it's quite hard to find someone in England to talk about ghosts. I can find lots of people in in America, Australia, sure. Ireland, and people like that. But you try and find a UK person, very difficult. Perhaps they just don't like me. <laughs> no, I think it's just because um, in America they're more used to talking about it. Do you um, look at various groups? Because there's quite a few um, medium groups and psychic groups on Facebook. There's one called Whispers of Guidance. And there's one by Evelyn Bryan. Evelyn Bryan. B-R-N-E. I'm not going Oh no, I don't. I don't knock. I don't don't knock psychics. Don't don't get me wrong. Cause, but it's like because um, when I was talking to Evelyn, what um, before I did a podcast with her, um, she was getting our well, one of our departed dogs coming through to her through while I was talking to her. I deliberately withheld back information. Yeah, I'm not being funny to her, but. I didn't want to give away too many clues, you know, but she got it pretty accurate, so I can say that for, I can, I generally would back her up on that. Because I think that's important, because the trouble is when you see the ones on television, you know the ones I'm referring to, the um, ghost programs, they haven't, they don't show you the 24 hours they took to get that one clip. And how heavy they're heavily influenced as well because they deliberately tell them the 
story of the, the house before they go into the building. So you're, you're psychically already subconscious is already knowing what's to expect. Do you keep your equipment high tech or low tech? You mentioned that because I know paranormal equipment is extremely expensive. Very, very expensive. And I know for a fact you can find, I'm, I'm not saying they're brilliant apps, but you can find a lot of apps on smartphones that can help you out. Recorders and stuff like that. I do my podcast basically from a smartphone and an Amazon Fire Stick Fire tablet. So, and I've been going since last year, and I've got over five thousand plus downloads. So, I must be doing something right. I think it's like everything, like you said earlier on. You've got to do your research. Obviously. You do a bit of research before you do an investigation. Before, yeah, like, do you do like um, a look around for where the all electrical possible interference might be? have to ask permission for some places to go into. Oh yes, I've heard this. I've heard a lot of people, groups are saying this. You know what it is? They've caught on to the fact they can make good money out of it. a lot of money. That's that's I, I like to say that's a bit extortionate myself, but that's just me. 
Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of places, if you said, come, went to them and they, say there was a pub somewhere that had a ghost, and you went along and said, oh, do you want to investigate? We'll give you a little mention on the show where you are, like a free publicity thing. I'm sure they wouldn't mind that. Well, that's what I've found. I think I find I find if you give a bit of free publicity, it goes a long way. You know, yeah. You don't have to go into detail. You just say, "Oh, thank you to Fred the Butcher down the road for giving us the time of the day for doing the investigation," and that's his mention, and that's over and done with. Do you go into people's houses? We haven't done as Because that, that's a bit more harder, isn't it? Because obviously you've got to respect their time. And they... You're coming across quite intelligent and knowledgeable. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's difficult. I know how hard it is. I mean, everybody forgets you've got to start somewhere. listening in they might say oh where can we find your group so would you like to give a link to where people might be able to find your group or contact you if they've got a ghost sighting or investigation they would like you to look into or if people would like to look you up and see what you do and because yeah. I think it's a good thing what you could do is post a little bit of about your, what you've told me today on the, on the podcast write a little bit up and, and, and share the podcast if you like that's entirely up to you and then yeah. people can know more a little bit about yourselves yeah. see I don't mind helping other people because that's what life's about Well, that's my first philosophy in life, anyway. Pardon? I said that's my philosophy of life, anyway. Well, you see, I I I have um, disabilities. You see, I have 
small vessel disease of the brain, which affects my cognitive skills, so I have trouble with speech, memory, stuff like that. And I have neurological problems, so that means I have problems with my balance. I also have OCD, which affects my mental health. But apart from that, I'm not the illness, I'm a person. And I have enjoyed our talk. I thank you for giving me your giving you letting you give me your time of day. I do appreciate it. That's no problem, as I say, I don't mind. I, that's what I do, I reach out to people and it's entirely up to them whether they do it or not. I don't force it. I can understand, I mean, some people do find it a bit nerve-wracking. But I try to be, I do try to be quite um, relaxing. could do if you give me the link in a minute when I finish the podcast and your names please so I spell them right because I don't like spelling names wrong because people get upset about it um and uh, and then I'll put that on the actual podcast as well so then people can find the link about looking too much now I'll probably share this with my American app as well I've got as I tend to do that with all my interviews. Yeah, I, I've got an app called Anchor FM, which connects to Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, oh, God knows how many other podcasts, because they do it automatically. I don't even have to do anything. They do it automatically for you. And I may, in future... I have a, my own radio show, which is on Sundays, 7 to 9, Eastern Time, WBHM-DB, also under Holsey Remark Show. I may put this on that as well at one point. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's it's not a problem, as I say. You know, that's what I, you help me, I help you, and that's what life's about. Yep, yep, that's right. I hope you enjoyed doing this chat, and I like to say good evening, good night, and have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. No problem. Bye. Bye. Bye.